This is Bronx Bombers Beat with me, Nate Shelton. Let's get into it. Oh, it's been a mixed bag of sorts for the Yankees so far this season. A split of a six-game road trip between the Orioles and the Astros. Yankees getting swept for the first time ever by the Astros. Mind you, their history goes does not go far too far back. But this is the first time the Astros have ever swept the Yankees. That was a series that could be forgotten if you're the Yankees. Just everything went wrong. There were some positives, but for the most part, just some bad pitching, uh, bad base running, bad fielding. I mean, just very sloppy baseball, all in all. Uh, not a good way to end that road trip, but positive thing was they got the bats going in Baltimore like they should. They did what they should against a very inferior Baltimore Orioles team sweeping that series. First time the Yankees have had multi-homer games from players in every game of a series uh, since the 60s. So start there with the Orioles is this is what the uh, fans expected from the Yankees going into the season. Aaron Judge finally got off the homerless schneid, blasted two home runs in the game on Thursday. Just some monster shots to center field. Clint Frazier had the three-run home run that won the game on Saturday, uh, saving Gary Sanchez's base-running blunder at third base to secure that win. And on Sunday, it was just an overall home run barrage. Clint Frazier continuing where he left off on Saturday, going four for four with two home runs and a double. Gary Sanchez leading the team with three, six home runs, had three on Sunday. Some monster shots from him as well. Came close to hitting a fourth, but flied out in the ninth inning. Just... Some great offense by the Yankees. Like I said, they did what they were supposed to against the Orioles. It's an inferior team. You got to win these games that you're supposed to. If you remember last year, they struggled mightily against the Orioles to start the season and just did not do what they should have, although that team did have Machado and Scope on the team as well. And after those two were traded, the Yankees were able to Finally mastered that team and win the season series. So they took a series sweep into Houston looking to continue things. The Astros were struggling a bit themselves, but they had returned home and had won four in a row and had found their offense at home. Yankees were trying to control it. Looks like they were going to. Uh, Verlander was the opening matchup, and they did everything they were supposed to against Verlander, got the pitch count up, made him work pitches, work counts against him, had some home runs. Luke Voigt had a home run and just looked like things were going to go well. They were up 3-1, to one, and then the bottom fell out. The, the bullpen that's supposed to be the strength of their pitching surrendered two runs to tie the game, and then Ottavino gave up the lead. In the eighth inning, all but sealing the win for the Astros in a 5-3 to three loss. 
And then the next night, the same thing happened again. Bullpen letting them down. Luke Voigt hit a leadoff home run against Garrett Cole, who, of course, had a lights-out season last year in his debut with the Astros. They did make him, didn't make him work quite as much. He was pretty efficient. But then Gary Sanchez had a two-run double that gave them a 3-1 to lead. Looked like with their bullpen, they were going to be able to hold on and win this one. Ottavino did not make a debut. He had pitched six out of nine games. He needed a well-deserved break. Obviously, was wearing down as evidenced in the night before. So they went to Holder and Chad Green, two usually dependable guys, and neither one of them could get the job done. Ended up losing the game 6-3. to three. And Also, some terrible base running errors, some fielding errors. Clint Frazier dropping two balls that should have been caught. They were tough plays, but diving play to the left field line bounced off his glove. If he had maybe played it a little bit differently, he made the catch. All in all, they were tough plays, but plays that should be made at the major league level. Brett Gardner had a base running error. He bunt on a bunt attempt that he thought was foul. Didn't even make an attempt to run and was thrown out at first base when they had two on with nobody out. Ended in a double play ball. They did get a run out of that, but could have been a much bigger inning. Some veteran mistakes there. Just all in all sloppy play. Along the way, the Yankees learned that their ace pitcher, Luis Severino, was going to be shut down for six weeks. They threw some more and felt some discomfort. They did an MRI the next day and discovered he had a grade two lat strain. This is separate from the shoulder injury that he was shut down for initially. Thought he'd be back in May. Rotator cuff inflammation. So now he will be shut down for six weeks and nothing going on for him at all. He will resume baseball activities after that. And by looking at his timeline, he'll have to get back into baseball shape, do his spring training all over again, and probably will not be back until July, I would imagine, at the earliest. So I would think probably the All-Star break would be a reasonable time to expect him back so another hit to the team makes the rotation a little bit thinner the good news is Sabathia will make his season debut Saturday against the White Sox coming back home for a much needed homestand against some weak opponents throwing a short two-game series with the Red Sox who are also struggling they're three and nine last place so get some wins at home, kind of get things turned around. It's definitely a missed opportunity with the Astros. Could have at least won two games in that series and won the series. Unfortunately, they lose all three and now 5-7 and seven on the season. Don't want to say injuries are an excuse, but with this team tested as deep as they're going to get, you got guys who got called up from the AAA that probably aren't, should not be on the Major League roster. Uh, Harvey made his Major League debut last night, pitched an inning, three strikeouts, didn't give up a run. So a nice outing for him, but he will most likely be sent down after Sabathia comes back. 
Lewis Siegel was sent down to AAA after his rough start on Tuesday, giving up four runs and that loss to the Astros. So he started out lights out, striking out the side in the first inning, and then after that, it was all downhill from there. He could not find the strike zone, getting battered around. Gave up a monster shot to uh, Jose Altuve, who had four home runs in the series, just teeing off on the Yankees pitching. Lois Sega, it seems like, probably for now, if he's going to stay with the ball club, be better off served in the road, in the bullpen. It does not seem to translate to multiple turns through the lineup for him. Herman probably will get that fifth starting spot at right now. He has looked the best of the two. Of course, he had that fantastic outing against the Orioles. Mind you, it was the Orioles, but there was a lot of great things he did. No walks, or one walk in that outing after giving up five walks his previous start. So Herman, see if he can piggyback off of that start and have an even better performance the next time out. Uh, some other injury news looks like we could be getting Stanton and possibly Andahar quicker than we thought. Andahar wants to return by the end of May. We'll see if that is possible. He has that you know sh- slight shoulder tear. He's supposed to be getting a recheck here in another week on his shoulder and see if that labrum tear has healed up at all. We'll know more after that whether he'll have to have surgery or be able to keep letting it heal and work his way back. In the meantime, LeMahieu and Urshela, who they picked up from the Cleveland Indians, and a move that I was not even aware of the Yankees had made, playing some fantastic uh, baseball at third base, solidifying that defense with those two, Glaber Torres and Tyler Wade in the infield. The defense has been fantastic um one glaring error that happened on Loisiga's start when on a single to left field the pitcher who was normally supposed to back up the throw to third base Loisiga decided to cover third base and interfered with Torres on the play would have gotten an out but other than that the infield defense has been fantastic Luke Voigt making a couple nice plays who is normally not a stellar defensive first baseman, made a couple nice scoop plays against the Orioles. So defense has not been the issue so much in the infield. Of course, you've got Aaron Judge in right field who just makes play after play. And, of course, nobody's going to challenge his arm, his throwing arm. Brett Gardner, the one liability in the outfield. Like I mentioned earlier, Clint Frazier made a couple misplays in left field, but they were rather difficult plays at that, not routine. So Yankees defense has been a strong point so far, save for Gary Sanchez's couple throwing errors at the beginning of the year. He's kind of, now that his bat has picked up and he's red hot at the plate, like we have talked about before, his defense kind of follows his offense. And if he's hot at the plate, it helps him relax behind uh, the plate catching. And it seems to be holding true as well. The surprise has been Austin Romine, who had a couple pass balls 
in the series against the Astros, normally the rock-steady defensive catcher for the Yankees, not on top of his game this year. So I look to see better things from him coming up. The Yankees, like I said, the bullpen really getting tested with these short outings by the starting pitchers. Paxton giving up five runs in five innings on Wednesday, getting rocked by the Astros through 95 pitches. This made him work for everything he had. This did not have his sharp stuff, he admitted. Curveball and cutter were not biting. He needed some desperate length from him to give that bullpen a rest. It was not the case. Uh, hopefully, here on Friday, they can get some length out of their starters after the day off to really kind of reset the bullpen and, sh and give them that uh, lockdown back end like we thought they were going to have. And it's not the start we thought the Yankees were going to have to the season. You look at their schedule, you'd think they'd probably be at worst, you know, 7-2. and two. I w You know, you kind of would have expected them to lose a series to the Astros, but they had played the Tigers, they played the Orioles. You'd think they'd win all those games. Did not happen that way, and this is where we're at, 5-7. and seven. First two weeks of the season, got a nine-game homestand against some bad teams, trying to bury the Red Sox a little bit more in that two-game series, and pick things back up. They got the White Sox coming in and the Royals, so some opportunities to pick up some games, <clears throat> try and gain some ground on the Tampa Bay Rays, who are just red-hot at pitching has been, as advertised, Blake Snell just continuing his dominance that he, that he carried through last year. And that pitching staff is just lights out for the Rays. And the Red Sox, on the other hand, I mean, as a Yankee fan, you're, you're licking your lips. The Red Sox are 3-9. and nine. Chris Sale, who just signed an extension with the Red Sox, <clears throat> is a shell of his former self right now. 0-3, he got hammered again. The other day against the Blue Jays, giving up five runs in four innings. Like I said, you got a two-game series coming up with the Red Sox. You want to just keep piling on to that and make it even that much harder for them to be to get back into contention and just make it an uphill climb the whole rest of the year for them. So we'll see what the Yankees can do on this homestand. You got the White Sox, who have you know been kind of a a whipping boy for the rest of the teams in the league this year and the Royals who are tough but pitching not quite there so you're gonna probably give up some runs to the Royals they got a great lineup Merrifield and hot shot rookie Alberto Mondesi so it's not a given against the Royals but you should be able to take advantage of their pitching so we'll see what the Yankees can do on this nine game homestand Try and turn things around, get back at least into second place and start making that push. It's early on in the season. Yes, I know every game counts, but you also got injuries. You're going get to start getting some guys back. Hopefully get things turned around and continue <clears throat> that push for a postseason positioning. So a lot of teams are struggling right now. Yankees are one of them. They lead the league with players on the injury list with 10. It's just becoming comical right now unfortunately so we'll see what the Yankees can do against the White Sox we'll 
look back at the homestand next Thursday and see where we're at in the standings. This has been Bronx Bombers Beat. I'm Nate Shelton. You're listening to Bronx Bombers Beat with me, Nate Shelton, part of the MTMV Podcast Network. Sports fans rejoice. My team, my voice. What's going on, everybody? It's your boy, Damo, from the MTMV Sports Podcast Network, here to tell you about the most dangerous wrestling podcast around, The Outsider's Edge, hosted by myself, my homie Jay Kells, and my homie Sam Blackwell, bringing you the latest and greatest in the world of pro wrestling. So no matter what device you're using, what platform you're on, we've got something for you. You can listen to us on Apple Podcasts, Podcast Republic, the Anchor app, or Spotify. Whatever device you're using, whatever platform of your choice, look us up at MTMV Sports, My Team, My Voice, Sports Podcast Network, and look up the Outsider's Edge. And if you don't, we hitting you with a bionic elbow out this mug. Yeah.